Morning prayer on March the 26th. Today the church remembers Harriet Monsell, founder of the religious community of St John the Baptist. She died in 1883. To those of you who listen to this regularly, may I apologise. Um, I said morning prayer and I had forgotten to record it. So I'm going to say it again, but without the uh, reflections I usually include in the time of intercession as I have obligations and things I must be doing before too long. So this will be a shorter form of morning prayer. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Let your ways be known upon earth, your saving power among the nations. Blessed are you, Lord God of our salvation, to you be praised and glory for ever. As a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, your only Son was lifted up, that he might draw the whole world to himself. May we walk this day in the way of the cross, and always be ready to share its weight, declaring your love for all the world. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God for ever. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you now and for ever. Amen. Psalm 22, the refrain, Be not far from me, O Lord. Be not far from me, O Lord. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me and are so far from my salvation and from the words of my distress? O my God, I cry in the daytime, but you do not answer. And by night also, but I find no rest. Yet you are the Holy One, enthroned upon the praises of Israel. Our forebears trusted in you, they trusted and you delivered them. They cried out to you and were delivered. They put their trust in you and were not confounded. Be not far from me, O Lord. But as for me, I am a worm and no man, scorned by all and despised by the people. All who see me laugh me to scorn. They curl their lips and wag their heads, saying, He trusted in the Lord, let him deliver him. Let him deliver him if he delights in him. It is you that took me out of the womb and laid me safe upon my mother's breast. On you was I cast ever since I was born. You are my God, even from my mother's womb. Be not far from me, for trouble is near at hand, and there is none to help. Be not far from me, O Lord. Mighty oxen come around me. Fat bulls of Bashan close me in on every side. They gape upon me with their mouths as it were a ramping and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water, all my bones are out of joint. My heart has become like wax, melting in the depths of my body. My mouth is dried up like a potsherd, my tongue cleaves to my gums. You have laid me in the dust of death. Be not far from me, O Lord. For the hounds are all about me, the pack of evildoers close me in. They pierce my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They stand staring and looking upon me. They divide my garments among them. They cast lots for my clothing. Be not far from me, O Lord. 
You are my strength, hasten to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my poor life from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth, from the horns of the wild oxen. You have answered me. Be not far from me, O Lord. I will tell of your name to my people. In the midst of the congregation will I praise you. Praise the Lord, you that fear him. O seed of Jacob, glorify him. Stand in awe of him, O seed of Israel. For he has not despised nor abhorred the suffering of the poor, nor neither has he hidden his face from them. But when they cried to him, he heard them. From you comes my praise in the great congregation. I will perform my vows in the presence of those that fear you. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord shall praise him. Their heart shall live forever. Be not far from me, O Lord. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations shall bow before him. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he rules over the nations. How can those who sleep in the earth bow down in worship, or those who go down to the dust kneel before him? He has saved my life for himself. My descendants shall serve him. This shall be told of the Lord for generations to come. They shall come and make known his salvation to a people yet unborn, declaring that he, the Lord, has done it. Be not far from me, O Lord. Restless with grief and fear, the abandoned turn to you. In every hour of trial, good Lord, deliver us. O God most holy, God most strong, whose wisdom is the cross of Christ. A poem in response to Psalm 22 by Malcolm Guide, taken from David's crown. Before he shares with us the golden crown, he comes to share with us the crown of thorns. Our hurts and hates close him in and hem him round, mock and humiliate him, all the scorns with which we blaspheme God in one another are concentrated here among the horns of unicorns, the lion's mouths, the slather of our devouring weakness. He takes it all and turns it into love. He gathers all of us and by atonement makes our peace with God. He speaks to us of mercy even as we pierce him. No one slakes his thirst. I tremble at the mystery for Christ himself is crying through this psalm to suffer my own dereliction for me. A reading from St John's Gospel, chapter 12, beginning at verse 20. Among those who went up to worship at the festival were some Greeks. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, and Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Those who love their life lose it, and those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, there will my servant be also. Whoever serves me, the Father will honour. Now my soul is troubled. And what should I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it is for this reason that I have come to this hour. 
Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven, I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd standing there heard it and said that it was thunder. Others said an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, this voice has come for your sake, not for mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to indicate the kind of death he was to die. The crowd answered him, We've heard from the law that the Messiah remains forever. How can you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Jesus said to them, The light is with you for a little longer. Walk while you have the light, so that the darkness may not overtake you. If you walk in the darkness, you do not know where you are going. While you have the light, believe in the light, so that you may become children of light. After Jesus had said this, he departed and hid from them. A reflection on the reading by Bishop Guli Francis de Cani, taken from Reflections for Daily Prayer. It is for this reason that I have come to this hour. Jesus associates his impending death with glory. The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. An odd juxtaposition, underscoring the upside-down world of God's economy, where failure and suffering are redeemed. Christ's moment of greatest suffering is to be his moment of greatest glory, as love and gentleness overcome hatred and violence. Approaching his death, Jesus doesn't speak of how to ensure his legacy continues. He talks instead of a seed dying before it bears fruit. This reminds me of the words of the early Christian author Tertullian. The blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church, death leading to new growth. Let's not romanticise the reality, but this often seems to be the experience of the persecuted church, that through times of trial and suffering comes a deepening of faith, new insights into the meaning of the cross and hope for the future. There's much talk at present in the West, especially, of how to safeguard the future of a shrinking church. It is right and proper that we take seriously our calling to proclaim the faith afresh in each generation and pass it on to the next. But in the process, there's a danger that we might just miss something profound about fruit coming only once the seed has died. It's a painful truth to contemplate. But what might you, in your context, need to allow to die in order that something new might blossom? We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you. By your holy cross you have redeemed the world. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you. We preach Christ crucified, the power of God and the wisdom of God. By your holy cross you have redeemed the world. God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you. By your holy cross, you have redeemed the world. The word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to those who are being saved, it is the power of God. The word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to those who are being saved, it is the power of God.
Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. The word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to those who are being saved, it is the power of God. And so we pray, using the collect of this week. Most merciful God, who by the death and resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, delivered and saved the world, Grant that by faith in him who suffered on the cross, we may triumph in the power of his victory. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Standing at the foot of the cross, as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and for ever. Amen. May Christ, who bore our sins on the cross, set us free to serve him with joy. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. <laughs>